Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Short Shots and One Shots. This week, we're going to be playing through the new D&D 5e starter set, Dragons of Stormwreck Isle. Join us as our unlikely adventurers make their way to Dragon's Rest Cloister, seeking answers for their questions and finding adventure along the way. Let's play some D&D. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome back to Dragons of Stormwreck Isle. Uh, our, our heroes, adventurers, whatever you want to call them, miscreants, our miscreants, <laughs> have worked their way through the first two layers of uh, the Compass Rose, which is the wrecked ship that Madame Celery's friend had been on, well, her... Uh, her Companion. Her lackey. <laughs> Sexually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me this time. I just want that on the record that I didn't start yeah. it this time. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that that's a, that's the expression of someone who is like, mm, mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. Yay! Well done. Oh my. Gosh, what are we doing? I don't know. I, I, I never know. I never know what we're doing. But they have successfully defeated a number of zombies and a ghoul that had ripped uh, Princess Coraline's side open. Uh, they chose to keep the ghoul alive. And had tied it up with excellent knots uh, <laughs> while, while the rest of the zombsters were, were being uh, dealt with. So we return back to our miscreants. As quiet settles over the, the the ship, broken by the movement of the waves under their feet. The ship isn't moving, but you can feel the water moving, and it's kind of disconcerting. Does it just feel like natural tides? A little bit, yeah. Mm. Kind of, but 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 the ship isn't moving, it's just the water, so it's like standing on a beach that isn't getting sucked out from under your uh. feet. It's kind of bizarre. What would you all like to do? Uh, is anyone in need of healing? Nah. No. I'm fine. I think I'm okay for now. Okay then. As he touches himself. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Kinky crowd tonight. Yeah, crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't even the worst we've been on this show. We've all been on very good behavior because we want that dangerous oil. Well, you know what? We made it to break, and at least one person didn't didn't uh, didn't use the f bomb. Correct. I'm pretty sure at least Alondra was deliberately I was trying, trying not to. Trying not to. To use what? The F-bomb. To use the F-bomb. F-bomb. Yeah. Oh, I never say that word. I, was gonna I, I don't think Matt did. I don't think Christy did. I didn't say it either. So. Y'all I yeah. definitely so said. You have some dangerous oil. Said, no. Percentage asterisk K. I definitely, did you say it? I dropped it. I, I think I said F-bomb. Not the actual word. <laughs> I think I said F-bomb doesn't F-bomb. count. Yeah. You guys hang on to him for now unless you want me. Actually... Under, I should probably have one because we use a lot of weapons. Yeah, take it. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, sure. give it no. to her. You just light things on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Dangerous. Yeah. 
So, uh, what would you like to do? Um, uh, okay, now that I am healed up. Uh-huh. Would I have any knowledge of... This is player realized something, and I want to see if there's something that my character can roll to see if I can also figure it out for sure. Would I have encountered undead or ghouls before... Um, I... I want to know if there's a way that I can roll to find out why the ghouls seem to be reacting so differently to Coraline versus the others who came after it. Okay. Um, If you get what I'm going at. I think so. Um, If that's that's too much of a stretch, I'm happy to let it ride. I mean, we have have agreed that you've spent a lot of time around bars and pirates. Yup. So I am going to let you make uh, an intelligence check at disadvantage to see if you have heard a story. Okay. I remember a drunken story from a drunken bar fight. Just raw amped? Yeah. <clears throat> Seven. So. Okay. No. Yeah, there's okay. there's something tickling at the back of your head that it has something to do with elves. Yeah. But that's all you got. That's pretty much all you just like, there's something, I have to ask somebody back at the cloister, maybe they've heard of something, something about ghouls and elves. It's a thing, I don't, but I don't know which thing. Ghoul, that's a ghoul, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go lift up, this oh. is a ghoul, and I'm gonna put it on a crate. You are a ghoul. It slumps, actually. <laughs> and I'm going to tap its face. <laughs> that is a ghoul. <laughs> Wake it up. Okay. Hit it with water. <laughs> uh, it stirs. And, like, blinks its eyes open and immediately starts flailing against the ropes as hard as it can. Uh, uh, settle down, sir. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Officer <laughs> Cadet Undark Pomo. Um... <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> I don't think you understood. Um, my name is Officer Cadet. <laughs> How do you do? Look, you can use your words, and we can try to have a civilized conversation, or we can all just continue lighting you on fire, dunking you under the water, lifting you up, lighting you on fire again, dunking you under the water again. We can make this really aggressive and painful. Which way would you like to go? It considers that for a second. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, almost sulkily shoves against the ropes one more time. What do you want? It speaks. We'd love to know what happened here. Anything you can tell us. How long ago? How many people are on here? Are there more things that we should be worried about that are going to try to eat us? Yes. Cute. You want to give us any more detail about that? Shipwrecked. Some light cycles who don't care. Everyone died eventually. The girls up top took the last one. The girls up top, were they part of the ship? Or did they come from the island? Island. Great. That'd be the sirens that we heard. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I love this voice on <laughs> I'm just getting such a kick out of this this vibe from Diana. It's so much fun. 
<laughs> I'm just glad that once again, instead of fighting a creepy thing, I'm going to have a very terrifying conversation like, with it. It's like serving like uh, two towers orcs for yeah. some reason. Sure. When you're doing, yeah. I'm like, I'm loving this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, exactly. Ooh, it's so good. Love it. Was not, I was not on ship. I came from the other one. From the other ship? One of them. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. That's fair. That's a fair point. So, uh, ghost, something ghost, long time. So you've just been sort of hanging out, feeding off other shipwrecks. It helps when there's a lot of them and I can. Yeah, that's fair. No, you've got a good point. What's down below? <laughs> octopus. Oh, I love octopus. Quite dead. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Is it uh, undead or dead? It's not as much interesting if it's just dead. Is it full of spores like the last one I talked to? No, just dead. Great. Just hungry, just. Zoctopus. Mm. Dead and hungry. Uh. <laughs> dead and hungry. How, dead and hungry. How often do the girls yeah. come by? <laughs> oh, they live there. On the uh, crow's nest? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I hate what they're stereotypical. <laughs> Wait, they what? They live in the crow's nest? The 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 sirens or harpies or whatever whatever creepy thing is probably luring people to their deaths that we kept hearing singing is living in the crow's nest. Is what Marlowe is piecing together. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alright. Well, thank you. You've been very helpful. Anyone else have any further questions for our new person here? Um um Pointy or flat? Oh no. Pointy. It says it bears its slightly pointy teeth. And I <laughs> drive. I wanted to ask something. <laughs> <laughs> then you should have been a little quicker. Shouldn't you kept you? rambling on and on and on and on. I rambling? I got a great deal of incredibly useful information. Oh, <laughs> Oh, hippo. Thank you, Lindar. <laughs> what could you have possibly had to ask? I wanted to know if my companion was on board. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Owl. I could ask no. the octopus. See, here's the thing. It might be undead, which makes it tricky, but I can talk to sea creatures. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't know if it'll want to talk back to me, but you know, mm-hmm. it's worth a shot. Um, wow. As I was kind of like... Sh- sh- you know, you yeah. trying to wash off the, st- the stuff without showing you, like, all right, all right, all right. Uh, it, just, it just kind of happened. I <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. is going to reach into one of her little pouches and pull out the little, um, like, kind of cotton and wax, like, <laughs> earplugs that she made while they were prepping back on the island and give oh, everybody yeah. to, and just be like, oh, just in case you hear any singing, try to not hear any singing. As Tiana um, flips open the manual to see um, So, um, uh, there are mini crates here. I think that we should uh, look inside of them. That is a good idea, actually. I do agree with that. And then oh. we'll start. Yeah. Sorry, what are you doing? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna falling under his lead and looting. Looting. <laughs> 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 Does anyone have a crowbar? 
I might uh, ask Inventory. <laughs> Everybody checks to see which Shane sort of Can we press the digit a crowbar? Shield. How do you feel about signet rings? <laughs> uh, I, <wonder. laughs> I, I have carpenter's tools, so I probably have things like a claw hammer. I'll count that. I'll count that. That makes sense. Sure. Because I build and repair ships. Yes. So I can do things like... Right, pieces of wood apart. All right. Uh, how long do you want to spend going through this with with your uh, tools? Opening a crate will take about a minute. So, how long would you like to spend going through things down here? How many crates are there? Uh, there appear to be. So, the one that that the, that the ghoul like shoved its mm. hand through, you can see something um, glittering inside of it. That one. We want that one. <laughs> there's that one, and then there's a few others that seem to be like weighed down. So the ones that, oh. that are floating mm-hmm. seem to be empty. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. ones that are weighed down and under and slightly under the water, there's there's about six total. Are there any that look like they might have <clears throat> potions inside? <laughs> is anything, one marked potions? Is Hard there anything that's stamped to go to a secret warehouse mm-hmm. somewhere? <laughs> you don't want us to look at. That's the first one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah top secret. Do probably not, not up. Probably not up on this level. Uh, what I do want to do is I will pull out my my tools in hand. Anything looks like it would be useful to Undar, because I assume he's going to have a little better upper body strength to be doing some crying. And I actually do want to, like, I'm not going to fully go down to the next level, but I want to kind of go to where the where I know the hole is and kind of get under the water and start sort of essentially, like, popping my head down and looking around to mm. see what I can see on the next level down. Okay. Um, uh, kind of serving as lookout for the zombie octopus. <laughs> As well as just getting an idea. Coraline is going to be behind you, ready to grab your belt or whatever. Love it. Love it. Remember, I have no strength. It <laughs> <laughs> means a lot. Knowing that you would not immediately abandon me to my fate. No, you would probably at least not. Be like, oh, well, there she goes. <laughs> I tried. Does anyone see her shoes? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't no, that no, great. That's that anyway. that, 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 that celebrators you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I like how everyone was calling my character the witchy character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, looking down, um, it's murky down here. So, even being able to see in the dark and see through water, it's pretty murky. But you do, I mean, you know currents. And you know currents along, along uh, reefs and... Um, Dangerous places for, for for ships to go. So feeling out the the, the rhythm of the water, um, and remembering that Undar said that he could feel the the undead presence, uh, which implies that it's near an open thing. Uh huh. You can pretty accurately pinpoint the undead octopus thing being right about there, hanging out where the ship is broken along the hull, where it can pop in and out. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Very very nimbly. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna kind of f- then feel the currents, um, see if I sense any movement, like if there's like other zombies shambling around that mm-hmm. are disrupting the current pattern, or if there's other just like general, you know, fish or eels, like anything else normal sea creature that is around here that I might be able to gently chat with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not expecting anything. No, there's there's nothing that's alive down here, but you also, uh, with your senses from that, that from being in water, you also, well, I'm not going to say that. Make me a perception check, please. Yeah, this is Regular, because you're a sea elf. <clears throat> Let's see if that beats my passive. It does, 17. Okay. 
listening down uh, very and very hard and like feeling out the rhythm of the way that the, the water is pulling on the crates down here, um, you don't hear anything that sounds like a zombie. You're pretty familiar with like that shambling sound now. Right. And you also kind of intuit that they're not smart enough to actually like swim. So you get the impression that if they were down here, they'd be floating up against like the roof mm. of the hold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but also looking down below you, you see the the the, the wheel mm-hmm. of of the ship, and on top of it, there's a heavy locked chest. It looks heavy, like it's holding down the wheel. Well, I was gonna say the wheel itself should not have been heavy enough to break through, so that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, the wheel right. the wheel you think was heavy enough that that when the sun bleached, uh, wood gave way, but then it crashed into into what was below it, and the and the heavy crate. Yeah, crash, crash, crash. Cool. All right, I'm going to assess all of that, kind of get as much of the layout as I can see through the murky water, and then I will sort of pop back up to see what they have found in the crates uh, before I relay any information. All right. How long do the three of you want to spend going through crates? Honestly, Madam Celery will stay here as long as it takes to open each one of these crates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, over over the course of the next six minutes, uh, you find... If, if anyone is ready to take notes, yes. yes. Other huh. possessions. <laughs> yeah. You find five bottles of fine wine worth 10 Ooh. GP each, packed in straw plus one broken bottle. I only had the fine, five bottles of fine wine. That's I, all I need. I'm not writing this down so that we all don't write it down. Someone needs to write it down. Uh, a 20 pound sack of whole cloves worth 60 GP. They're so formerly, yeah. Now they're 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 yeah. they're in a um, a water skin oil cloth, oil cloth? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, an oil cloth bag because I mean they knew they were transporting them right. through water. So, um, ten, and the, the one that the, that the that the ghoul like shoved its hand through and came back out. There are ten small one pound bars of silver, Ooh. worth five GP each. Give it a second. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, there are, are a pair of candlestick holders carved from bone to resemble dragons, worth 25 GP each. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm, I'm giving you the values because you have two nobles. Yeah. Y'all know what things are worth. That'll go mm-hmm. for 25. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, a fine lute with mother of pearl inlay, worth 50 GP. Okay. I have heard of a... Um... A young bard could use that. <laughs> <laughs> so have I. I miss him. Um, and a spell scroll sealed <gasps> in a leather case. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone would like to open it up and have a look. Who found it? Um, Who opened it? That's the question. Matt, high or low? Low. Uh, Cor- Corlin found it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> With exactly that face, I'm sure. The, Absolutely. The sorcerer finds the spell scroll. Yeah, she <laughs> you, know, you know? She's like, I'm not sharing. <laughs> are, are you going to look to see what, what it is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is the spell command. Oh. Oh, boy. I don't like it when you find it's stuff a- like that in the starter <laughs> set. That's telling. And somewhere, one of my GMs just yeah. cringed and didn't know why. <laughs> just one? It's a, it's a command storm. <laughs> yes, the the, the 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 one that we used uh uh 
thorns and grease and then command to make giant yeah, claw yeah. crosses. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I know. It's great. I know. Um, so that's that. That's what you lot find as you're going through all of all of these crates. It's a, it's a pretty good haul. You get the with what you two know about ships. Uh, cargo is valuable, but anyone who any one of the crew who had money wouldn't be storing it down here. Uh, thank you for the raid, uh, D&D yeah, Fable. thank you. Oh my gosh. Hello, friends. Oh, Welcome. Uh, are they, what about the the zombies? Do they have any? Or the ghouls? Do they have any? Or uh, they, they didn't have much? anything on them. They're covered in, you know, patches of clothing that fell, that rotted off of them over the last month or so, except for the ghoul that seemed to have fashioned something and has been around longer than them. They didn't have any magic on them, did they? No. During the course, or I don't. I, actually, I don't know. Did you? So I'm sorry. I do did not you, have detect magic. Then you don't. I know. wonder if the school had any magic on them. I, I cannot answer that question. I cannot either. <laughs> no. I did not stock that spell today because I didn't really think I'd have time to be casting it. <laughs> well, then I guess yep. there was no magic on them. I, we That's can come fair. back later. That's yes. very fair, Marlo. Uh, during the course of that six minutes, while they're opening crates, do I sense any movement from the thing below us? I mean, there's movement. It's, it's, it doesn't it, seem like it's coming. No, it, it, it doesn't seem like it really cares about what happens up above it. Great. If we enter its space, it'll probably come after us, but it's not going to seek us out. Right. That's, that's, that, what I, that's what I'm trying to get the feel on. Yeah, that's the basic impression that, that you get. You also get the kind of the impression that the zombies would kind of would uh, uh, attack each other from time to time. Sure. So, you know, scuffling up above is nothing new. Um, uh, so what do we hmm. want to do about the Underdoctopus? I... Uh, do we have any reason to need to go? Absolutely I mean, not. There's a very large, very heavy chest that's probably full of something incredible. We should go downstairs. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't fight well underwater. Yes. Tell you what, I'm willing to do something <laughs> reckless and stupid uh, and see if I can just maybe take care of this thing slash convince it to go away and then we can try, I could pop down and try to get the chest. That's a great idea. Go uh, for it, Marla. If you were to say parlay with the octopus while we went down to the chest and maybe tied a rope around it and I can certainly, pull, maybe uh, oh, uh, Do I think that this th- creature has enough, would have enough intelligence for me to be able to speak? I'm willing to roll again. You know, I, I'm just like, because like it was a wild Hail Mary when I did this with the fungal octopus and it kind of worked out. Do I think I could get at least that vague, like, ball, ball, ball catch <laughs> sort of level of communication with this thing? So here's the thing. The spore zombie octopus was created for the purpose of protecting the myconids. So it right. was created by a mostly good creature for, most, for, for, for mostly good purposes. This is just a creature of death. I think it would probably be faster and easier to just try to kill it, if that's what we think we're going to do. Or just, I can, uh, I could just swim down a real <clears> fast uh, latch a rope to this thing, and we can try to haul it up before it gets to us. Oh, the chest. <laughs> yeah, yes. no, I don't want the octopus. We I want a pet octopus. I mean, <laughs> if, if you're going to let me have a zombie octopus as a pet, I'm yeah. 100% in for this. <laughs> I, I, was, I was over here playing the pronoun game going, what is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I want a pet zombie octopus as my familiar now. You have opened um, this door and it cannot be closed. No. Yes, um, it can. And then I can stamp on the handle until it breaks off. 
I, so I think that we definitely need to know what's in our crate. We absolutely do. That is the entire reason I came to this godforsaken place. All right. Also, do, I don't see any... Do, are any of these your your friend? Like, are the, are the zombies oh, no. recognizable? I, I think, because I, I had asked, but I don't yeah. think... That... You, haven't, you haven't seen... Uh, oh, these Krunk. ones up close. You oh, yeah. You, you, you haven't seen Krunk. Uh, and I would yeah. see... I would know who it is, because it's a 52-inch chest <laughs> with a 30-inch waist, and none of these creatures look like that, so... I'm going to do something very stupid. <laughs> oh. Go on. Marla's going to tie a rope around her waist uh-huh. and give the other end to Undar uh-huh. and say, just hang on to this. You might need to pull me out quick. I'm going to cast Sanctuary on myself. Mm. <clears throat> um, and then I'm going to dive down and try to pick the lock on the treasure chest. I also have another... Is that compatible with mage armor? Um, I don't think you can cast mage armor on somebody else. I can touch it on a willing creature who is oh. wearing armor. I'm wearing armor. Never mind. I'm here diving. You. She's wearing a lot of armor. I'm wearing a lot of armor. Okay. That's, that's why the rope. That's why uh, I'm the rope so that I don't have to take Very well. Armor. Sounds Carry good. On. But before you go down, I mm-hmm. will cast... Bless. Okay, that is good. Basically. On you. <laughs> on that that is so <laughs> And you two. Oh, mm. what does it do? Uh, it adds a, a d4 to a d20 roll. Wonderful. Saving yeah. throws and attack throws. Every. Good. Yeah. Everyone while I am concentrating. So the concept of what I'm going to go for here, and Marlo will probably explain this in a much briefer form. All right, so here's the thing. I'm going to dive down. I'm going to try to just uh, either break the chest open or unlock it. Uh, If that thing tries to attack me, it should have a very difficult time doing it. We'll have to divert to something else. Um, Since I'm going to be the only thing down there, hopefully it'll just divert to, I don't know, a rock or a really cool crate or something. Uh, I haven't had to do this in a long time. I've definitely never done it with a zombie. Um, but I'm hoping I can just kind of pop the chest open, see what's in there, and or get this rope around the chest, and then we can just, you know, whoop, haul it up and not have to deal with this. Sound good? As yeah. she jumps into the water? Yeah, yeah basically. Oh, okay, yeah, it's like, slips, uh, into slips into the water. I also want to be fully clear on the meta level that uh, Marlo, again, rolls with pirates and is very ready for you guys to just fully bail and abandon yeah, her yeah, yeah, if this yeah, goes yeah, yeah, south. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> as is the player. Yes, ma'am. I would like to cast Mage Hand. <laughs> to open the chest real fast. Oh. Can I pop it? Oh. Interesting. While she's talking, you're just like, <laughs> you slip your hand I mean, that makes water. a lot faster. This is two where it's, one, I can see what's inside. If it's worth it, then my hand can just wipe around and be like, ooh, <laughs> octopus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the range on that? Uh, the range is 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Here's the funny thing. It's not locked. That's even better. That was my concern. <laughs> I was going to go yes. down because I was feeling like I might have to pick the lock That's or fair. break it open. So yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. you are able. <laughs> while 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 Marlo is explaining her this brilliant so plan, <laughs> you're able to like reach down with These with the mage hand and flip the the little the, the catch mm-hmm. open and push it. Um, Why wouldn't you lock it? That's a terrible idea. <laughs> Maybe it started a... locked and it got unlocked as it tumbled. And then it is a struggle to get it up to get it open with, with a mage hand because okay. mage hand can lift ten pounds, right? Uh, especially lifting against water, mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit of a struggle. Okay, but you are able after a few seconds to haul this thing up. Okay, and uh, an air bubble floats up out of the 
out of the mm-hmm. chest. Uh, and there seems to be a package wrapped in oilcloth and sealed that floats up toward you. Looking down into the into the open chest, you also see several pouches and what looks like a pair of boots. But the floating packet comes up to you with this air bubble. Whoop. Now there is still stuff inside the chest. Totally. But um, you do have this. Book um, thing, dear, maybe? dear Coralyn. Book uh, thing? Madame Celery is going to start. <laughs> dear Coralyn, that thing you just did with that hand, uh-huh. do you think you could continue to do it? Merle's going to dive down <laughs> 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 the chest. No, it's still She's going. Not, not it's it's still going. going. I was going to say, I don't think, is that? I mean, I mean, just pulling each pouch one by one is not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you stop me in time, because Merle's not going to wait for a more conversation about this. Well, it wasn't like conversation. It was more like trying to be like, just do it. You know, like trying to be... Sultry? That big hand appears next to your face. Um, <laughs> right, well, that, since done. it seems like we've avoided having to pick the lock, uh, this does seem like a viable option. I'll uh, stay here on the edge of the, the hole in case the... Uh, Octopus comes because it's still going to have a harder time attacking me than anyone else right now. I agree. Now Fair start enough. taking inventory. She'll pull out a pen, like she'll like manifest a little like quill in her hand, mm-hmm. and then a piece of paper in the other. And when things start floating up, she's going to start opening things and yeah. like, just taking stock of what's floating to the. All right. Uh, as as the mage hand, so the um, yeah, the mage hand is able to like grab yes the, the, I, pretty, I can... pretty much everything that's in there because it's up to ten pounds and the things that are in there do not weigh that much. Perfect. Uh, as they float up, you see that there are uh, you're you're an elf. You recognize boots of elven kind instantly. My brand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, boots of elven kind are, are are clutched in the mage hand along with uh, two pouches, one of which jingles and one of which sounds like there's stones inside. <coughs> um, when you open it up and, t- and take inventory, the the pouch contains 55 GP, and there are three turquoise stones in the other one, worth Ooh. 10 GP each. Ooh. Uh, and there is this wrapped packet, but that seems to be all of use in this in this particular chest. So it seems like the chest itself is what was so heavy that it caused mm-hmm. not supposed to the contents. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. What's wrapped in this this oil thing? The oil cloth? Yeah, what's uh, wrapped in the oil cloth? There appears to be a journal. Oh. Open to a couple, just like mm-hmm. thumb through some pages very carefully because I'm sure it's yeah. wet. It's not actually because oh. it, cause it was wrapped the in, the, in this oil cloth oil. And, the, and the air bubble kept it Work. safe. Still mm-hmm. carefully though. Still yes, very much so. So, uh, you you see like a, a piece of fabric tucked into what was probably the last entry. Mm-hmm. There's two entries in in here. One that entry. Um, there's a torn out piece of paper that is slipped into the fi- the, the, the the this this area that also works as kind of a bookmark. It's in a different hand than the than the page that's opposite, as if this person was. Scrapbooking with someone else's sure. journal. Yeah. <laughs> so the one that that is in a different hand. <clears throat> Ooh. <laughs> uh, Nineteen Tarsak. Our journey is ended, though I fear my own is to continue in the most horrible way imaginable. Gray ghost wrecked on a shoal north uh, south of Neverwinter. Many many sailors perished with the initial impact, and Althea was gravely injured. 
As I tended her wounds, she clutched her talisman and breathed soft prayers. I asked her what the talisman signified. She told me love. Her husband wakes for her at Dragon's Rest, having pledged his service to the dragon there. The talisman is made from locks of their hair, woven together as a promise to be reunited no matter what fate might befall them. It might have been a beautiful story, had it not been for Althea's gruesome end, and the words of the prayer I heard as she breathed her last. For she was begging Orcus, the prince of undeath, to reunite her with her husband. I held her hands as the breath left her, and I felt a horrible chill pass through her. Next I knew, she was sinking her teeth into my neck. At the same moment, I heard moans begin to rise from the dead sailors all around us. What curse has she brought upon us all? Already I feel a creeping chill overtaking my body. I am securing her talisman with this book in my chest in the hope that someone who comes after us may end this nightmare by bringing Althea's talisman to her husband. That was in the piece of paper. That was the piece of paper that had been ripped out from a different journal, you guess now, and placed in this one. What's in this journal? In this journal, uh, 25 chess, which was the month that you sent that you sent them. When this journal fell into my hands, it seemed like an act of the gods. A chance to obtain a talisman that any necromancer worth their salt would give their eye teeth to have? That seemed a chance too good to turn down, and having that horrible woman send us this direction seemed to solidify our fate. Alas, I was correct. <laughs> 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 Are you reading this aloud? Nope. <laughs> Marlo's fully reading it over your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, okay, it tracks. <laughs> Alas, I was correct, and our fate is to perish here on the rocks above the Grey Ghost. The talisman still seems to be in effect, causing zombies to rise from the shipwrecks that come with greater regularity than had been common beforehand. And we fell prey to it, and the songs that lured us deeper onto the rocks. Even as I write this, I can hear their shrieking laughs above me. I am certain they are waiting for me to emerge, and they have the time to wait for me to walk into the trap I know is there. Should anyone else find this, this ta the talisman is not on this ship. I believe it was taken just inland by a creature who works with the shrieking bitches above me. I saw evidence of large claws around this book, and evidence that its lair is close. If you can obtain the talisman and destroy it, I believe the sea gods will be able to put the sailors to rest and reclaim this little patch of ocean, taking it back from Orcus. Okay, Madam Sarley will close the book. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. Of no, course, uh, it would be too easy for the talisman to still be here. Right. Yeah. But we'll explain yeah. ex what, ex omitting parts about the <laughs> evil woman that sends people to their doom. Uh, but we'll just be like, oh, huh. interesting. But it seems... I wonder who would put this burden upon these poor people. What a cruel, heartless individual. Oh, I know. Um, Didn't you say your friend was on this? <laughs> no. I think it was another boat. Um, uh, but we do, it seems, have a problem. Yeah, it seems like we need to go find this talisman and try to purify it or destroy it. Or... But it is not on this boat. Nope. There is a creature with claws. It is a badger. <laughs> I, I know that it is a badger. God, I hope it's a badger because everything that I just came up with sounds much worse. It is one of those um, um, black scaly badgers, I think. Yeah, probably. Like a really big one. Yes. Kind of breathe fire. Like a dragon. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A distinct yes. oh, I'm, I'm sorry, forgive me. Acid. Ah. Hmm. This one would probably yes. be acid. 
much. All right. Um, um, so, so, but we know what's causing the um, um, undead sailors. We do know why there's such an infestation now. And and it would be not right to leave it. Um, leave it without. We uh, should go try to find the talisman. Who is up for adventure? <laughs> I mean, I really don't have anything else to do, so I'm super in at this point. <laughs> yeah, my boat's not coming back for a while, so... I mean, I, this can't be the treasure that they spoke of. This is just a mere... True love is always the greatest treasure. Oh, Unless God. it's chronomancy. What? Oh, have you never heard? The great, the most powerful thing in the world, chronomancy, time magic. Time. I'll I explain along the way. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do Brennan's voice, or I would totally go into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 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 <laughs> we could just back this whole thing up and, and never have a problem to start with. Yeah. So, um, it 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 does sound like there may be a dragon working with these um, harpies. So. Didn't it also say something about her true love working for the dragon up at the rest? Mm-hmm. Uh, was it at that the rest or was it somewhere torp. else? No, it was somewhere else. It was um, I... Dragon's Reach. Yeah, to Dragon's Reach. Her husband waits for her at Dragon's Rest, having pledged his service to the dragon there. Right. Her Isn't that the cloister? Oh. God damn it, I was right the whole time. Fucking liar. Who? What? When? I'll explain when you're older. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, there may there may be a, a dragon horde. <laughs> um, can we continue? I want to do it fast. <laughs> Damn it! Can we continue this conversation, maybe away from the zombie octopus, and also maybe away from the siren harpy, whatever bullshit's living up in the crow's nest? Yes. Mm-hmm. And or should we go up and maybe like? Deal with that? Deal with that before it becomes more of a problem. That was my thought. Yeah. We should, yes. Yeah. Right. What would you all like to do? <sighs> Completionist get... brain wants to swim through the bottom deck, but I don't want to fight the zombie. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. So. Um. You know, we can come back and deal with that later. Let's go. Let's go deal with the... Stuff that's not in the water, because yeah. I think I'm the only one equipped to deal with things mm-hmm. that are um, in the water. So uh, let us uh, put in our earpieces. And, um... <laughs> right. Um, so here's here's my question for you, Marlo. <laughs> How thoroughly do those Uh-oh. do those earplugs block out sound? I think she would make them. Cause it's like it's like wax and cotton, so I mm-hmm. think they could be modified. The idea being, like, you stick them in and you can kind of get partially deaf, but it's wax, so it's kind of warmed up. So then, if you're like, "Oh no, this is a problem," when you get there, you can like shove your thumbs in and like mm-hmm. seal it off. Okay. If does that make sense? It does. Yes. Mm-hmm. The idea, like, again, I'm I'm they're malleable. I'm playing really hard on the idea that Marlo may not have encountered this, but has like. She has definitely heard stories of things oh, that sing to their sailors to their death. Absolutely. I'm not going to um, make you make any kind of a check on that. You know about sirens. Yeah, no, I'm just like, I know I'm making a massive leap of assumption here, but she's been making that assumption pretty much since we heard singing in the first place. So would it be fair to say then that that uh, having the men would like partially deafened and you can take like an action to make yourself fully deafened? I think that seems reasonable. Um, and I think... 
also that she would um, recommend, like, we should probably go in with these already in place, and if we have to, maybe everybody but one of us goes full deaf, because the one person's going to be in trouble, but if you, the other three can, you know, you can tie ropes around waist. Yeah, have you ever heard of the great adventurer Odysseus? <laughs> He was an asshole, but he had a really good idea of dealing with this particular thing. Um, that doesn't sound like it. That sounds like nobody I know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say that about him, weirdly <laughs> enough. Um, no, I think, yeah, I think maybe if that's the idea, and I'll let you rule if, like, being partially muffled gives us any sort of, like, partial advantages, disadvantages. Because yeah. I know it's dangerous to go in fully... Fully deaf. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to say, uh, and I'm going to say this on on record, since we are getting close to when I want to end for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, say this on say this on record that if you are partially deafened, you will get advantage on the saving throw. If you do, if, if you do it fully, yeah. then you are immune to it. But there are other side but effects. But you also can't hear anything. You also can't hear anything, and then it's things like healing word. It has to be a creature that can hear you within right. range. For example, it also takes both of your hands. Yes. I mean I, 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 I mean, I mean, I That's will right. say that you don't have to like drop anything to do it because you're proficient enough with stuff. You can just like stick your fingers in your ears and rub, but it will take your full action to do. Okay. Um, also, if, That's fair. if we have ten minutes, I might be able to create a distraction. I mean, we should start by just heading up and seeing if they even seem to be here. Because they didn't have, a, we didn't have a problem with That's them on the way point. in. So if they're, you know, off hunting on a different part of the aisle, we might be able to just kind of scoot and not have to deal with them right now. I just uh-huh. feel like it would be too narratively convenient for us to not have to deal with them at some point. So I want us to be prepared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love tropes, savvy characters. I spent a lot of time with bards in the taverns. <laughs> very good at like the like three act structure. Mm-hmm. It's very important. <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic. I genuinely love trope yeah. aware characters. It makes me really happy. <laughs> I appreciate that you're letting me get away with so much on the I heard a story about this once because it is the only trope any of my characters play anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> it's a useful trope. Um, so I think we're gonna head up like uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, head yeah. up and see uh, should we? Or do we want to get back in our boat, find a place to land it on the isle itself, and start looking for this lair of the giant scaly fire breathing badger? I think I think we need to get up onto the main deck first. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Undar, can you give us a little boost? We'll just do the alley oop like we do with getting uh, into the I, I would like to go first. Okay. So you're going to proceed up the stairs. Stairs then. Yes. All right, uh, you go up the, the the stairs and emerge out into the daylight. It is still broad. You haven't been here all that long. It's still broad daylight, and it does take your eyes a second to adjust as you come up out of the dim light of the lower decks. Uh, and as you are squinting and blinking against the light, you hear this cackling laugh from above you. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> as. Uh, <gasps> Oh, she's beautiful. Oh, no, they're hot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew y'all were monster fuckers. <laughs> they're beautiful. I actually have actual harpies. Oh. As... you <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, wait, this looks like Sabacc and his cousins. <laughs> Look, I was looking for harpies. There are not harpy miniatures in this place. It is very difficult. Have that all over because I can oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh! 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 
Bye. Uh, yes. You see, way up above you, a a terrifying monster perched on top of the crow's nest. It's spreading its scraggling wings and screeching harshly. Its wings and legs re- resemble those of a man of a mangy vulture. While its head, torso, and arms look almost human, it clutches a large bone like a club and flexes its talons as it looks down at you. And that's where we're going to end for tonight. Oh, no, I wanted to yes. go over oh, um, <laughs> Hello, I'm Officer Ned Underpumper. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Sarah, 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 that was the saddest thing I have ever heard in my life. Oh my goodness. All right, so uh, thank you all so much for watching. I apologize that we're cutting out a bit early, but uh, several of us have a 7 a.m. call time tomorrow morning, and I would like to get some sleep before working tomorrow morning. So thank you all so much for watching. Give us a follow on Twitch. You can subscribe to us over on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash questschaos. And give us a review in the podcast app of your choice. This is now finally on the on the One Shots and Short Shots uh, RSS feed. So if you all want to go check that out and get caught up when you're, you know, not having to sit and stare at a screen, you know, you can do that. You can have fun with that. Uh, the Redacted Reports is continuing this Wednesday. I got yelled at a lot this week. It was great. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Not. It's fine. Uh, GDS is off this Saturday, but it will return on the 17th of this month. Natural One, TBD. We're waiting to see what's going on with, with a couple of folks, uh, but hopefully it will continue this Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And Chaos Agents Season 2 is going to be off next week. We are back here next week with Dragons of Stormwreck Isle to continue this uh, harpy fight and go find this acid-breathing scaled badger that that they're they're talking about because, you know, dragons. I know where one of them is. She's a feckin' liar. (laughs) Maybe if we dream hard enough, it'll just become a badger. I mean, are, you never asked her directly. Are we all playing Kotoa now? <laughs> I don't ask that question. Thank you all again so much for joining us. We will see you next week. This has been fantastically fun with the rolling fights throughout the ship. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Short Shots and One Shots. If you want to see the madness live, Quests and Chaos plays live on Twitch three times a week at twitch.tv slash questsandchaos. And if you want to catch up on the stuff you've missed, everything is archived on our YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash questschaos. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks, starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquat, Robbie Nowell, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. 
If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?